This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And they going through the matchups. They going through everybody. And they like, all right, P, you got D. Rose. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I just started playing. Like, And it's your first playoff. This is my first experience. <laughs> like, y'all trust me guarding the MVP? And I felt I played good against him, and I look at the box score – 40. God damn. I thought I was I, I thought I was on this shit today. That series took me deep into my career in terms of like, all right, if I can guard him, I can match up with anybody. Welcome back to another episode of Podcast P. This is a special playoff edition of Podcast P, presented to you by Wave Sports and Entertainment. Couldn't do this alone. I got my guy, Swaggy D. Swag, Dallas Rutherford. Yep, yep. And I got my guy, Jackie Martha Stewart. Oh, Whoa, that's the hey. <laughs> I like that cooking one, ass. I like that one. Hey, come I'll be on it. I'll be on it. Just cooking ass. What'd you see me cook? Uh, you had the beans, greens, potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> you name Come on, I just made some chili yesterday. Did you? From scratch. You ain't bring none of that here. I didn't. I should have brought y'all bowls. I'm hungry. But, I'm hungry. But I'm, hey, if y'all want to come over tonight, I'm cooking I'm mashed tonight, potatoes man. from scratch. Okay. With 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 some uh with with uh, uh some steak. Okay. And some uh cauliflower. Okay. I'm it's, doing that tonight. That's going to be over there tonight. 80 degrees now. Making, you making just, chili. Boy, it's 80 degrees no, now. No, no. I made the chili because I like, you got to eat that with Fritos. You can eat that with uh, Doritos. You can eat that with a hot dog. Eat that with rice. Eat that with crackers. Okay. And then when he, you finish sick, it's like a soup. It gets you right quick. You drop You feel game. me? You drop Quit a game playing. right there. You got something for the, for, for the Latinos. You got Guys, guys, this the... isn't a cooking show. Okay, okay. that's what we're going to stop it right there. Okay, guys. My bad. It's the playoffs, but we're going to keep dropping on Mondays. Make sure you go follow us across all our social media platforms and YouTube at Podcast P Show. Jackie, what's coming up on episode seven? Oh, I'm sorry. That was just me doing a little intro to bring me in because we're talking about the playoffs today. Okay. You know the playoff Everything big, special. Big, big playoff talk. <laughs> we're going to first start off where we're going to get some playoff stories from my boy Playoff P himself, okay? And we're going to be handing out the regular season awards today that y'all don't even know about. We're always doing something different. And, of course, we're going to have another edition of my favorite segment. <laughs> oh, rated PG. He got – because you know why I like that? Because you always give us somebody that I never know. Mm -hmm. That's why I love this segment so much. But uh, anyways, and of course, but first, we're going to do something different today. And y'all know why I'm doing something different? It's episode number seven. And I think just seven is a a great number Mm -hmm. in the world. And I think we need to have a little debate on who got the best Number seven out of Ooh. all sports in the history of sports. Who y'all think then wore that seven on their back is the best? Ooh. Best number seven in the world. Who Start is? Us off. Start us off. Start okay, us off. Okay, I'm going to say off. one of them. Okay, <laughs> John Elway. Tough. John Elway. Tough. Who you? That's. You know your shit. And, you, and I know you're a Bronco. Bronco fan. That's a Bronco. I know you're a Bronco fan. <laughs> Hello. You know? I'm going to keep it NBA. And of course, I'm going to pick another white stallion. 
Do you know any white stallions that have worn number seven? Seven in the NBA? Mm-hmm. And not only did he wear number seven, but the back of his jersey also included his nickname, not his last name. Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete Maravich. Come on, Pete. That's my number Pete. seven. Come uh-huh. On. Shout out Pistol. Who you gonna go? I'm gonna go. It's a lot. It's some goats that wore seven. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with LO. I'm gonna go LO. Lamar Odom. Oh, Lamar dang, Odom was, a, was iconic, iconic okay. to me. They can say everything <laughs> okay. they want about LO, about on his off court stuff, but on the court, I gave him that too. Give me, give me, give I gave him low. <laughs> I'm rocking with the on court LO. Yeah, I'm rocking with the on court you know LO. I mean? too. Yeah, he LO, LO was a goat. Let's 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 shout out some other goats, man. We had Michael Vick. Mike Vick, Ooh, come that's on, that's a good one. Michael that's a Vick. Good one. I think Mike of him. Vick. We got Cristiano Ronaldo. You no. do. I forgot about him. I'm no, to think we got uh, Mickey Jer- Mantle. Mickey Mantle. Kevin Durant. KD. Mello. Hello. Uh, uh, uh. O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal. We got some good. We got some good. Let me. Two more. Two more. What we got? Uh, damn, they in there. They in my head somewhere. They in there. Um. Oh, he played for a little bit. Who? Damn, was he number zero? Roy, Roy played for the Portland. Brandon Roy. B. Brandon Roy. Roy. B. He wore Roy. Bam. Seven. He wore seven. He wore seven. Mm-hmm. See, I'm old. I'm 41. I know that. All right, guys. Let's do this. We all want to talk about and hear about the round one matchups that the Clippers have versus the Phoenix Suns. So this segment is going to be dropping Friday on YouTube before our Monday release. Because we're talking Clippers Suns and game one is this Sunday. In the media, P... Not one ESPN analyst has you guys picked to get out of the first round against Phoenix. Do you guys as players pay attention to any of those media critiques during playoff time? I mean, I'm not going to speak for every player. I'm sure that there's guys that like this fuels. Um, For me personally, like, no, I don't care what uh, uh, analysts have to say about what you know, our outcome is going to be. Fact of the matter is, like, we're the ones out there. We want to win. You know what I mean? We're out there to compete. If we got a chance to win it, like, that's the only motivation we need. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, the only motivation is to be the last team standing. Regardless of what somebody has to say, like, that shit goes through one ear and not the other. Like, they hold no weight to me personally. Um, but, you know, it, it might be different across the league. I don't, I don't know. Some people do feel from that. Um, some people do gain extra motivation from that and feel like they got to prove something like maybe that's a chip that some people need. Uh, for me, I don't, I don't need that chip. Yeah. Yeah. As a co-host, I actually don't pay attention to other co-hosts uh, the same way you don't pay attention to media. <laughs> right. That's kind of, it's just like, just what was that? One ear, like, not the other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fly and shit. don't hear it at all. Don't hear Bullshit. it at all. <laughs> and so when you guys are approaching a matchup right now you guys are not considered the favorites the phoenix suns are the favorites right now Mm -hmm. uh, according to vegas odds whether that's the media is there any different approach you guys take i know you just kind of touched on it that some guys use that as a chip on their shoulder but is there any you know difference in the way you kind of approach the game it's all or nothing at this point you know what i mean so there's obviously a different approach that you have to come to the game with. Like, it might be like, and it's small things. Like, you know, I'll say to myself, like, all right, 
I'm gonna go after every rebound. Like this is when it matters. Like you know what I mean. Regular season, like something might be aching. Something might like playoff. Nah, go get every rebound. Like make every play. Like try to get every stop. You know what I mean. Um, and it, it's just the small things that stick out that you 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 just hone in on. And it's like if if we want to win, like I got to give my team every chance to to possibly <clears throat> win. Like there is no getting tired. There is no. I need a break. If I can play 48, I'm going to play 48. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the mindset, and that's the approach you take when it comes to playoff time. Yeah, I think the biggest difference, at least what I notice as a fan, is the defense. I notice everyone, just in a couple of these playing games that I've been watching, everyone's just locked in on that defensive end, and I feel like that kind of gets pushed to the side a little bit during the regular season, but when playoffs come around, it's just, it's a whole different game, and I think most people can see that, so... When you guys are heading into game one, Coach Lou, uh, I know you speak very, very highly of him, and he arguably coached one of the biggest upsets in NBA history uh, with the Cavs in 2016. You know, from that experience, when you have a coach like that, how much do you guys rely uh, on Coach Lou during these playoff series? I mean, I think you just pull from his resume of being and doing the undoable coming back down 3-1 to win the championship. Like, you pull from that, whether he has to mo- – like, he – bro, what are we playing for? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he has to go in the locker room and right. drill some and shit. Like, like, hey, guys, we're Jenny playing to you know, yeah, win. like, bro, we, what are we – we know what we, we playing for. You know what bro. I mean? But I think when he's coaching, when he's, you know, breaking down schemes, when he's going through game plans – there is a level of like confidence you have in him knowing like, all right, he's bro. He did some shit that damn near is impossible to do. You know what I mean? And so his resume speaks for uh, like what, what he's capable of. And uh, yeah, bro, you, you, you just, you, you lean on that. Like you lean on that. Like you got a great leader who regardless of if we're down 2-0, like we've, we've been in series uh, <clears throat> last year, not not this past year, but the year before when we were healthy, the Dallas series, we went down 0-2. Uh, we went down 0-2, I think, uh, series. But I think the whole run, we went down 0-2, and we clawed and climbed our way back out of it. Um, and that just comes from, like, you know, his resume, how he coaches, the confidence he puts into everybody just to allow you to go out, play your game. Like, we'll get through this shit, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, I think I think it's a good question – you know, I think a lot of fans think of of this, but because I've had this argument with kind of like my friends, like how much does the coach actually affect, you know, the outcome of the game in the NBA? Because you guys are all high level athletes, the best of the best. You got superstars out there. And, you know, some coaches are X's and O's guys. Mm-hmm. And then some guys, you know, they're more of a, you know, player coaches. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at Coach Lou, is he more of an X and O guy or is he more of a player's coach? I'm I, I'm going to say he's a bit of both to not give you like a cliche answer. But honestly, he's a bit of both because and it and it's more he's he's more like his brilliance really comes into play around playoffs um, because like it, it comes down to like who's going to give you the best chance. Mm hmm. And he doesn't have a problem having those conversations of like, hey, this might not be the series for you. You know what I mean? Like, 
you're a big piece to what we're doing, but this matchup is not benefiting us. You know what I mean? So right. we got to go a different direction. So he's good at just reading from a, a game plan standpoint. And then X's and O's, like, you know, he's good at drawing up something based off of what we do well, based off of how they're guarding us, their coverage, um, and, like, you know, just trying to get us easy and, and, and quick opportunities. Like, he's good at seeing that on the fly. Like, it might be some shit that we've never seen ran Seen something, you say? Good adjustments. Yeah. You know, you always missing stuff, you say. Yeah, he, he be missing my fast break. My fast break. After the whistle dunks. Yeah, you he said he's seen that. I'm okay. Shopping he missed that. But, uh, <laughs> nah, he, he's good. Like, it'll be some shit we've never ran. He'll just draw some shit up in the huddle, like, on the clipboard, just some new shit. <laughs> and, like, all right, like, we'll run it. And shit, be a wide open layup. Like wow. that 360 dunk, we've never ran no fucking back door. It was just some shit like, oh, okay, this is how Dort's guarding. Like, let's clear this one side, give P, you know, downhill, uh, back cut. Let's give him like, you know, right, right. clear lane. Shit work, easy right. basket. You know what I mean? So he he'll read some stuff. So he off did the game. see so he did see you do the th- the uh the, the windmill. He, he saw me do the three sixty. He already set it up. He already knew you was gonna he, do it. He saw me doing something crazy. He's been seen it. Yeah, yeah. He, That's he, why I'm saying. I'm, my bad, Lou. I was saying you haven't seen stuff. He had a P vision. Just let me know you set up stuff so good. You already seen it happen. That's what he do. He had a vision. He did the windmill, P. <laughs> so the Suns are undefeated with KD in the lineup since the trade. Uh, and we saw this with the Warriors a few seasons ago. KD. But does how much of a difference does KD? being implemented into their team. How much does that just change their whole outlook and just their team in general? Yeah, it changes the whole dynamic. Like, it's rare that you trade for a player and that player is the best player on your team. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that that doesn't happen often. Usually you make a trade and it's for a piece to go along with your two stars. But a guy like KD, and I think you're right, it's rare that a team trades and it's the best player on the team. But I would even take it a step further with KD. He's just so skilled. Like, his skill set... He can do everything. Yeah. Go left, go right. I don't even know what the scouting report for KD even looks there like. Is, that there, would, bro. Our well, I don't want to give. I don't want to give our information out of what our scouting report is. But <laughs> like he's yeah, and, and that's what's tough about it. Like he's so gifted offensively that it's there's no there's no coverage. Like honestly, it's just hopefully he missed shots like yeah. hopefully he's not hot that night and it's it's that that's that's literally like like when you're guarding him just fuck hope it's a long night hope he's missing shots like just try to show bodies and you know what i mean make it tough as possible like that's just how you have to match up with him yeah. but he's so good as a scorer and i think he's he's why what makes him so special now is he's so underrated as a playmaker mm-hmm. that like now so? oh absolutely you know, he Absolutely. makes the game easy for He makes everyone. the game easy for everybody around him. Because he can get he's anywhere he wants on the floor. Yeah. And he's seven foot. He can see over the defense. He's going to draw two people. And, and from there, he's just going to play, make, and make the game easy for everybody around him. So you have that with Book, with CP, like Aiden, what they what they bring, what they can do. Um, that it, it definitely changed the game. So what I don't like is is I think it's tough what they gave up. Yeah. Giving up Bridges, giving up Cam Johnson, losing Crowder. Like, that was their they defenders. Gave how many players for him? A lot. Jackie, uh, are you over there checking your price picks? 
Man, you know I am, man. Them play-in games was crazy. Man, I won big thanks to SGA and Brandon Ingram beating their projections. How'd you do? Man, you know I'm way up. But we can't just be talking like this and not letting the people know what we're talking about. Let the people know what Prize Picks is, man. So, Prize Picks is a daily fantasy app. You pick two to six players, then pick if they will have more or less than their Prize Picks projections. Yep. You're not competing against other people, it's just you versus the projections available. So, How'd you win, Jackie? Look, all I did was place the entry on Zach Levine to get more projected points than what he got. And then uh, uh, Scott Barnes, I made, I made sure I placed, placed the entry where he did less assist than what he was going to get. And at the end of the day, I know how much money I won. I always do. Why don't you tell the people what prize picks can get if they do the same thing I did? You can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. And on top of that, all first-time users that deposit and use our promo code PODCASTP will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That means if you deposit $20, Prize Picks will give you $20. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. Cha-ching! Since we're talking about playoffs... Do you know who you are right now, P? Come, Come on! on. <laughs> playoff P. You playoff P right yeah, now. Playoff P right oh, now. Oh, boy. I, but I, I can't even say how I feel right now. Look, man, I'm just proud to be here with playoff P, man. You podcast P. Now you playoff P. So right now, I want to talk a little playoff P. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little playoff hoops, man. The overall history of being in the playoffs, mm-hmm. everything from the the fans, the referees, everybody, just the, the other teams, what y'all see, just give it to me. Y'all make me feel like playoff P right now. Okay, let me walk you through it. Let me walk, walk me you through, through, baby. All right, so playoffs, the game changes, way more intense, right? Way more intense. There's like the fouls, the little sweep through stuff, like the little ticky tack stuff. Like you know, refs don't really call those. You know what I mean? Because like, it's playoffs. It's playoffs. Like, mm. it's it's about hooping at this point. You know what I mean? Ain't you no know, the sweep throughs, the, you know, the the James Harden uh, pickup. Right, right. Like, they, they, they limit those calls a bit. And it, it, it really comes down to, like, I feel like that's why there's a lot of, like, like animosity within the games. Mm. Because you're not getting those calls, and it's – they. We gonna keep hitting you the same way. Right, right, right. Refs not calling it like, and so now it's like now my 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 frustration is going towards you. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you, you ain't gonna keep hitting me like right, this. Right, you know what right. I mean? So now like you want to retaliate, and I gotta see you for seven games. Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna you you gonna you gonna I'm gonna hit you back. Wow. So now it becomes a rival. Like me and you got a rivalry. Now. I wonder why the refs like that in the playoffs though. They want to see the, they want to see the game being played. Like they they're not gonna. Keep guys off the floor, if 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 you feel me. Like they they want guys to to compete. They want you to compete. They want it to be played out the right way, the way it's supposed to be played. It's about baskets. Like it's about tough baskets. You know what I mean. Um, so the intensity rises. You shrink your your rotation. Mm. You know what I mean. You'll play 10, 11 guys regular season. Playoffs. It comes down to like eight, maybe nine. You know what I mean? Like it's it's your best nine at this point. Wow. And you just rotate from there. And it might change. It might change. Like it might like one series might be your series where you start. Right. The next series might be a series you come off the bench. 
It's playoffs. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. The next series, you might not even play. Like, it might not even be your – there's no – you can't – you'll get played off the floor. It's not your matchup. You know how, what I mean? how, how much do the fans mean in the playoffs? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The fans mean everything. The fans mean everything. Because it's, it's tough. It's, it's like you'll go through, like say you play a game, you play a team, game five or game six, and you're exhausted, and it works either or. Right, whether right. you're a home, uh, whether you're the home team or you're the away team, right. like it works for both. Like you feed off of the energy uh, as an away player, or you feed off the energy as a home player. Like, but you're in game six, and you're tired, you're hurting, you sore, like, and the crowd is going crazy, and you're away team, and it's like, all right, your adrenaline instantly just. It 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 puts you into a whole nother level. That, you know what I mean? That that, that noise just that just noise that like I no no bullshit. Like it'll be times I'm on the floor and I'll like I'll just get goosebumps playing like, and it's like damn this crowd is going crazy. Like they're into it and that's like you you want those moments. Like you live to play in those moments. And if you're the home team, you make a special play. You getting stops. Crowd is on their feet. They cheering. And you just all into it. You know what I mean? You just feeding into that crowd. And so the playoffs, bro, is it's the best basketball in the world. There's no basketball better than playoff time. I like when you play off P. <laughs> you know we gotta change that. We gotta get a segment called Finals P. We gotta get that what we're working on that. That's why, that's why I say yeah. I like you we as gotta playoff get the, P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it's a start. It's the start. You know what it's the start. Like, come on. It's the start. <laughs> I'm just saying, just for the audience, y'all want to know what come on is, that's just something that we say as homies so y'all can know it's like, if he says something right or wrong, it's come on, oh. was, you know, yeah just I mean. so y'all can be on the same page as us. So, P, speaking of you like the noise and all that, what you prefer, the home noise or the away noise? I prefer, and, I and you know, I feel like this is a, like, damn if I do, damn if I don't question right here. Cause I obviously love playing in front of the home fans, but right, I think right. it's something special when you're playing in front of the opponent's crowd. Like, there's that factor of, like, see, for me, playing on the road, I enjoy more because it's, like, you know, it's 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 all about the guys that are there. Mm. Nobody there is for us. You right, know what I mean? Right. So you already go with that mindset of, like, this is all we got. You know what I mean? This is this is what it's about. This locker room right here, and so that's a lot of motivation to go into a game. And then there's a factor of like quiet in the crowd. Like you're you're putting on a show. You know what I mean? Oh, you're yeah. you're putting on a show. And I had my boat my best moments playing on the road because that's how I looked at it. Like they're there to get me out of my game. They're trying everything in the book. They're calling me names. They're you know. P PG, you suck. Like hearing <laughs> Pandemic P in Phoenix and Utah and Pandemic P. Push Off P in Utah. Like <laughs> you feed off that. Like oh, we gotta write like, this down, producers. We need yeah, to make some segments of this. You like you like like you love being the villain at that point. Wow. You know what I mean? It's the sweetest thing to be the villain. 
That's dope. And so, yeah, I feed off that. I love being in. in and, you, and you already, we know you so competitive. I'm so competitive. I already know somebody said, you story is LP. Who said it? Hey, YT, <laughs> make sure that you get his face in. Section sure uh, 104. Section all of that. Uh, buddy with the hat on. Yeah. P, how yeah. much, how much, speaking of the fans, like going on the road, you know, throwing that first punch, mm-hmm. you guys are going on the road and fans are important mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Like again, the players feed off that energy mm-hmm. and you said it's sweet, but do you guys prepare for that? Like we want to come in here and throw the first punch and get the crowd out of it because there's a big difference when the whole crowd is getting a little nervous, mm-hmm. their booties are all getting tied and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, we might actually lose it. And then the atmosphere, how fun is that as a player to go in there and you know, it goes from allowed mm-hmm. to start, and then it's just like that's, that's, we, we got it. That's what you like. That's the feeling you want. Like if you can shut the qui- the crowd up, you can quiet them. Like that's what you're going for, because in the playoffs, like it's it it comes down to stealing a game, right? You hear people talk about it all the time. If we can go there and we can steal one, like we're in good shape. That's how you approach it, and so like if you can go if you can go on a road and you can get a win, and it's a it's a convincing win, especially like a game one, because now it's like, damn, this team is for real. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? It's a lot more pressure on the other team. If if a team comes in and they steal the first game, it's so much more pressure on you because now you have to win game two, right? You lose that, yeah, fuck, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta win one on the road. Like, and so it's it's just so much pressure. You I know can't what I mean? wait. I can't wait to watch these playoff games, get, man. It's been, it's been good. Uh, got to come out and uh, set that tone. Yeah. So you got to set the tone and like you feel it. Like you feel the crowd like gasping like. <gasps> okay, bro. No, nah, you feel it, bro. <laughs> you feel it? You feel it? You feel it? <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you literally feel like how the arena is like their mood when the game is going south for them. No, I I, you know? I get it. The energy just dies. It's, it's like gone. there's a little question, a little doubt starts to creep in. The players Couple. are playing out of their, their game. Like they might be forcing shit now. <laughs> like they're just thrown off and the crowd has a lot to do with it. Since we know what the fans is and how that is in the playoffs, you know what I want to know just like these fans want to know. I want to know how it was playing your first playoff series Against the y'all wait y'all was number eight. We was number y'all was eight. eight seed yep. playing against Chicago Bulls MVP Derrick Rose. <laughs> Talk to me, P. How was that? Because that was dangerous. That, that was, was your dangerous. first time too. So was he was a monster. Tell us about that, I'm man. Not, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. At the end of the season, I started to start because we 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 got rid of we we got rid of uh, Jim O'Brien and Frank Vogel took over like probably 60 games or something like that in to the season. So Frank took over and I started starting and playing more towards the end of the year. So I'm really like, that was really like the the time that I really started playing. I remember the playoffs, like we're going over like schemes, matchups, who's guarding who. And they, you know, Roy, you got so-and-so. You got Joe King, uh, D West, you got uh, Boozer, uh, Carlos, Boozer. Uh, Carlos Boozer. Yeah, uh, I don't even know who is their wing. Luol Dang, was Dan Gordon there? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't know. I only there. remember one player. <laughs> he was there. That was D Rose. <laughs> and he going through the matchups. They going through everybody, and they like, all right, P, you got D Rose. <laughs> 
wait, what? <laughs> I just started playing. Like, and it's your first playoff. This is my first experience. Like, y'all trust me guarding the MVP. And I've, I've, you know, I've, I was a fan of D Rose before I got in the league. I saw what he was doing that year, not playing as much. Like, you, 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 and he, he was on a historic run, like crazy numbers. They're like, yeah, you got D Rose. Like, so I'm like, all right, bet. Like, I'll take the challenge. You know what I mean? It was crazy, like, matching up with him and seeing him in front of me. Cause I'm not going to lie, like, that year, bro, he was untouchable. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he was untouchable. Like he he looked like he was bigger than what he was. He looked like he was taller than what he was. Like he just had a a, a stature that was bigger than what he was. Dope as hell. And I felt I played good against him and I look at the box score <laughs> 40. God damn. I thought I was I, I thought I was on this shit today. <laughs> and uh I, I I had some good moments. I had some good moments. Some games I, I made it tough for him. Um, but from that series, I learned a lot. Like, and it, to be honest, that series, that series took me deep into my career in terms of like, all right, if I can guard him, I can match up with anybody. And I, I wanted to smoke. Like, that's where P wanting to guard every night, wanting to guard the best player. That's where it came from. Like, if this is, cause he, it, it, I'm not going to play nobody faster than him. I'm not going to play anybody more explosive than him. Like and everything else, somebody taller than me, I'm I'm quicker than somebody. Like I can hold my own with it when it comes to strength. Like you know what I mean. So it it just was like yeah, if I can if I can stay in front of him, if I can match up with him, and make it tough for him, then I can guard anybody else in the league. And I and I took that and ran with it. I give you all of the credit, my brother. <laughs> it was tough. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Derrick Rose, what made him so special that year? Because he was on a historic run. I mean, he was dominating the league. It felt like no one could guard him every single night. He's on ESPN, the highlights. What made him so special that year? Uh, What made him so special was his finishing. Like, similar type is Ja Morant. I was just about to say that. Similar type is Ja Morant. But I think what made D. Rose so special was he was like, he had that bully in him. Like, he was bigger body. He was quick. Like, he was fast. His first step was, like, he's going to blow by you. And his ability to contort his body. Mm. Like, he would do some shit where (laughs) he'll start here, come back this way, and finish back over here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just has so much shit that he could do in the air to where he was literally just dodging people, like jumping in the air, just dodging you. It's and like, then he'll come out of that motherfucker. It's like the air it. was another land for him. It was a, it was like he was just floating. Yeah, it was like he would crazy. just float in the air. Damn. And uh, I've, bro, I've, I've never seen like, I've never seen anybody else other than Ja. Like I've never seen anybody else that had that ability. Damian Lillard, Lillard not even like that, huh? Nah, I don't know. You ain't even do nothing no. like that. 
You can't compare nah. them to. No, no, I'm thinking of somebody quick and fast that go to the. Yeah, yeah, he quick, but he don't got that. Ex- Russell, but he don't do all that Russ, spinning and yeah. all that. I'm thinking. I know you talking about the spin. Russ the was rain. more forceful. Like, right. D Rose was like, graceful. it was graceful. Like, it was just an elegant force. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it was. It was. He just had ability to just off a trampoline and just. <laughs> did 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 uh D Boy, Rose- he'll punch that motherfucker on you too. Scary. Oh, he, that he was the, the scariest he had, thing. Didn't he have some shoes? Yeah. He had Reeboks, didn't he? No, nah, he was Adidas. <laughs> he was Adidas. He was Adidas. I know it was something. Reebok, Adidas was something. I knew Adidas. he had us. I knew that. His bounce, his bounce was was incredible. Like he would sneak get you on blocks too. Like he'll chase down, block your ass too. Oh, so he was ugly. So that that, that means he was doing a lot of <laughs> ugly shit out there. Yeah. Did he try? I remember talk? one play. I and this and this is where I knew. Like, all right, never do this shit again. I the ball was out of his hands, right? And I'm hearing. I'm hearing from the bench, like, deny it. So I'm like, because, you know, one pass away, like, I get it. Keep the ball out of his hands, make other people play. All right. So, and I hear the bench, like, deny him the ball, deny him the ball. So I go out, try to deny him. Bro, he back cut me so fast. My foot didn't even plant yet to (laughs) deny before he was already, like, back cut me. And I and, and and it was just like a moment, like all right, never do that shit again. Like, <laughs> don't no deny, <laughs> coach. I rather guard him. Uh, and, and that was that was like a moment where I was like, yo, this dude is elite. Did he trash talk or say anything? No, nah, like he didn't. Smack that, and that's what fucked you up too, because he was like such a good dude. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't trash talk. He didn't say shit. Like it wasn't even like you know what I mean. Like. Little jabs that he'll it wasn't he even, even let he didn't say he nothing, cocky. bro. He just hooped, yeah, and you respected it. Like he just hooped. He just but you know that's how I, when you watch him even today now, like that's why he's so loved. He's so mm-hmm. he's so like it looked like he 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 doesn't really speak to nobody, but I know he does. Yeah, he just seems so quiet in the shell, and he just he just goes he just out there and hoop. play his heart he out. He just want to go hoop, man. And I love D Rose for that, man. Damn, that's well. The next question I'm about to ask you, I guess that's kind of what I'm going to ask you, but you probably got more because you've been in the playoffs a lot. So give, give it me to your, me. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Give it to me. Okay. Give me your favorite playoff moment and your favorite playoff win. I'm going to go to 2013 Heat Series. Heat Series? Okay. The, I mean, the Birdman dunk. That was, my, that was my favorite playoff moment. Like Okay. It was the lead up to it, the build up to it, the hype to it. Oh, who's this young guy? Like, who's this going against the king? Like, who's Paul George? You know what I mean? Like, it was really like something, the start of something special. That is his moment because he got the picture. I got the picture. Yeah, that's got to be the best moment. It was the best moment. This is our second time talking about that on podcast, Pete. The second time. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely your favorite (laughs) moment. It got to be the favorite. That's definitely Um, your favorite moment. Yeah, and that was like my true. That was like my true first opportunity at like like getting the the keys to the team. You know what I mean? Like and that was the playoff my playoff P shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's playoff on. P. That's where playoff P like started. Come you know? on, man. The birth I know. of playoff P. Come how, on. How many endorsements did you have previous to that series compared to after? It was small shit. It was Nike. <laughs> uh, not small shit. Nike's obviously. You didn't have your shoe. But I didn't yeah, have You were my just shoe. a, a yeah. Nike player, like exactly. no specialty shoe. Exactly. I had just because I was an All Star that year. I had just started cracking the, the the Nike, like getting you know my logo, my my uh, PEs and shit. Like I had just got to that point. Um, but I didn't have like you know I didn't have Gatorade. I, I didn't the magnitude. Or was it ball game? 
Yeah, yeah. But after that, after that, I got a Does commercial. Does anything to do with the question I asked you? I asked Are you, you hating on my question? Nah, we probably, No, you asked the wins. I said your moments and your wins. We're going to get to that. Man, Jackie. Nah. The show is not about you, Jackie. Nah. Podcast, I forgot, almost Jay. forgot the question I was going to ask him in that because y'all switched me. <laughs> I just thought it would be interesting because I know that that play put you, you know, now it was like, okay, who is this guy? Like yeah. now everyone knows who yeah. you are. And, yeah. you know, it's more than just, you know, the NBA is a business and mm-hmm. everything probably changed for you yeah. after that moment. It was a big moment. My commercial was definitely, I was, I was definitely popping. It was a good year. It was a good year for Pete. <laughs> definitely was, uh, good year for Pete. definitely was, uh, you know, a lot more commercials, you know, um, had Papa John's, you know, bigger deals with, with, with Nike commercials, with Nike commercials, with Gatorade. And it was, again, it was like, it was, it was like stardom from that point on. It was stardom. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. What she was asking me. Yeah, okay, Jackie. Any other questions? Now I'm mad. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> and I should be too. All I did was ask you what I said. Your favorite moment was your your favorite win. In the, playoffs, the favorite man. win, favorite win. Um, I think <laughs> my favorite win, I think was 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 getting past Utah when Kawhi went down. I think that was my favorite win was getting over the hump and getting to the Western Conference Finals. At that point, like. They, they ruled us out. Kawhi's hurt. Kawhi's done. Or we didn't know the timetable of his injury or when he would come back. It was fresh. But they didn't expect us to get out of that at that point. And so for us, I feel like we rallied. That team rallied together and, and, and we came together so well. Like it was it was just a beautiful like thing how we just came, collectively came together and uh, got past Utah and then ended up playing uh, Phoenix. I mean, why it went down, it was – you know, I we we did have a conversation, and I more so was like I didn't want him to feel like he had to rush back. Like you know, I simply told him like, "Yo, err on the side of taking care of you." Basically, like we got you. Like when if you can come back, you can come back. Like we gonna give this shit a chance as as much as we can. Yeah, like he was he was on board. Like he knew that he had to, you know, focus on his rehab and recovery and the diagnosis overall. He he knew he had to get like the the proper diagnose of the injury and and go from there, but it was a conversation. It was definitely a conversation to just let him know like, "Yo, we got this shit." Like we going, you know, Pat Bev stepped up, you know, I stepped up, T-Man stepped up, uh Nico, Marcus, like everybody stepped up and 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 played a role like you know, we're going to hold it down until you can come back. But, you know, he, you know, it, it it ended up being a, a real serious injury. I'm going to ask you one more question since. Give it to me. Come on. Playoffs, since we still play off P. You know, I, I'm going to give you a little energy with it. Give me a little energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I right, now, P. <laughs> what is your, give me a playoff moment or defeat that you wish you could do all over again? You know, the, the moment that still haunts me is I already again, know. 20, 2013. That Dame Lillard? 
Game one. <laughs> that Dame Lear. You talking about that Dame Lear? I ain't no, I ain't no Dame Lear. I ain't no Dame Lear. Lear. Okay, I worry about that Dame Lear. I ain't worried about that Dame Lear. I thought you were talking about that, my bad. Well, go ahead. No, 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 you played that right. Uh, I, it was good defense, right? It was. That that I hated that argument. I agree with you. He should have been guarding him, hey, you, bro. Hey, you was on him. That's, I don't even want to talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll yeah. save that one for another yeah, episode. Just go on to what you I do want to go into detail on that one. Okay. But the moment that I wish I could take back, and, and it still hunts me to this day, is the 2013 year in Miami when we lose game one. Mm. I fucked the play up. <laughs> I'm guarding Brian. We're up. A stop, and we win the game. <clears throat> and it just happened so fast. I'm guarding Bron, ball side out, out of bounds. He zippers up fast as hell. So I'm like, shit, like I got to catch up to this. Like, so I over pursuit. He catches it like it's like he read where I was at, spent right off me and he lays it up for the game. And like, bro, if we uh, <laughs> we never know game. what's going to happen, right. obviously, from that point on game two, game three. But if we win that, we're up, and we won game two. If we won that game, we're up, uh, up 2-0 yeah. in Miami. We were on the road. You know what I mean? So we're going. We're up 2-0 going back to Indiana. Mm-hmm. And, again, I, we don't know how it's going to play out, but if we 3-1, if, we, if they get one, if they still won in Indy, like we're still up 3-1 in the series, and they have to close it out on our floor. You know what I mean? So that 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 always hunts me, and and that that's a moment that I never forget. Like that, that play, I might forget everything else that happened that game, but that play always stands out. I gotta go see it now. I don't remember that it play. Was, but it was like I if you watch you it, like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. If you watch it, you're like, P, what the like? like what why are you, you thinking? Who, who like, are you why would you even shadow? close out that hard? Like, was it out of uh, an out of bounds play? Yeah, it was. A, it was side out. It was side out. And the play, I'm sure, was clear out. Let Bron get a shot up. Right. Uh, shot off top of the key like it was just me and him literally it was just me and him and he flies up fast as shit and I'm like alright I gotta like I'll, in my head it's like I'm trying to make a play like I'm trying to deny the ball or or you know tip the ball buy some time and he catches it bro <laughs> literally like just spins right off me and there's no getting back in front of Bron like once his shoulders is past you there's no getting back in front of him and it was just like slow motion. And the messed up, the the fucked up part about it is we took Roy out that Let possession that to 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 be able to switch everything and and guard. You know what I mean? And <laughs> Roy's what? on the bench, pissed. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> supposed to be out there. And and and, and he would have, bro. Like, if Roy was on that floor, Roy would have been under the basket. He would have took the straight up, like. Brown would have had to finish through Roy. Like Roy would not have gave that basket Roy, up easy. How tall is Roy? Seven two. Oh yeah, he would have definitely. Brown would have made that shot. And I felt, I felt bad, bro. I felt bad. Like I, I that play literally hunts me. Like I feel bad about that, that series. Did they get on you in the locker room after that? Like, bro, what were you doing? <laughs> it, nah, it was like, it. They, they I would say they could have got on me more. Like I was, I was on myself. I think right. they felt the energy. Like I was, I was pissed about it myself. Like I was down about it to myself. Um, and the reason why game two, I came out like, all right, I gotta make this. Like we gotta win game two. But yeah, bro, it, that game it was, one was at Day House. It was in Miami. Wow. 
Game yeah. one, game two was in Miami. Game two is uh, when I dunked on him. Mm-mm-mm. So I, it was vengeance. So that was the Eastern Conference, and so now you're in the Western Conference. And we kind of went over the preview for your round one matchup against the Phoenix Suns. But let's talk a little bit about the Eastern Conference. You know, we don't want to give any teams in the West uh, bulletin board material on how to guard you guys or whatever the case may be because you might have those matchups. But in the Eastern side, what are some potential teams or matchups uh, that you're excited to watch on the Eastern side? I'm looking forward to the Cleveland uh, Knicks matchup. I think that's going to be a fun one. I don't know the status of Julius, but from a guard play standpoint, both of those guys got, you know, there's there's some story behind it. Jalen Brunson's, this is his first opportunity as a leader, as, you know, a new team, fresh start. Like, this is his coming out party as a, you know, this is where stars are made. Mm -hmm. And then Donovan, this is his first stint with Cleveland. You know, he's in the East now. Like, so I think it's going to be a real fun from a guard play standpoint to watch those two battle and, and, and play against each other. So I'm looking forward to that one. Any potential upsets that you see happening in this first round on the Eastern? The only interesting one from an upset standpoint, I think the Milwaukee, if the whoever played, like there's, if, if, if Heat, wins against the Bulls. My uh Miami, they've had some really good matchups with Milwaukee. Like they've statistically they've they've I wouldn't say had their number, but they gave Milwaukee tough times. Like I think they match up well. They they kind of know that that team very well. Jimmy plays great against that series. And then I think they just have the bodies, you know what I mean, with with Bam to match up with them. Um but if Chicago wins you know, there's just star power there. You know what I mean? There's yep. there's Demar, there's Zach. There's like, Dyer. There's Dyer. Dyer. She's and on the baby team. girl travel. She's doing her thing. Demar makes sure baby girl travel. Give her a, 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 a flight no to Miami and then a flight to Milwaukee. She got homeschool anyway. He rich. So yeah. Just baby girl go gotta travel. You see this yeah. the, what they missed? Fifty percent of their free throws? Bro, I think she was just I think they missed eighteen free throws. It was the second most it's, free throws missed in the yeah, whole season. It's so funny because my daughter was upstairs when the game was on. <laughs> she was watching it. No. Nah, uh, and and we had the game on downstairs. And <laughs> my wife's like, You hear that? And I'm like, boo boo. <laughs> and it was <laughs> it was the TV. <laughs> and she's not saying nothing. <laughs> it was his daughter. I'm like, boo boo. She's not saying nothing. So she's playing on she's playing Roblox on the phone. Right, so right, I right. call her phone. So I'm like, You good? Like you screaming up there? <laughs> She's like, no, I'm just playing Roblox. How, how old is she? Five. Y'all hear that rich My youngest shit daughter. Uh, this is a segment of rich people shit where he calls his daughter in the house <laughs> with a five-year-old phone. That's just called a rich people shit. So uh, continue your story, please. <laughs> <laughs> she five, y'all. Only because she wasn't answering. Usually, call her on her cell phone. Usually the boo-boo works, but she was locked in on her Roblox. So I'm like, boo-boo, she don't say nothing, so I call her. Like, yeah, I'm just playing Roblox. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, you good? She's like, yeah. I'm like, are you screaming up there? Like, no, why? Oh, okay. Nah, she good, babe. Like, are you hearing shit? So it happens again, like loud as hell. Ah! So I'm like, now I hear it. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> like wait. Boo boo. <laughs> you gotta go check on <laughs> boo boo this time. Send her a text. I'm like, nah, like we just tripping. Like we we've been in this house too long, right? These kids is just getting to us now. <laughs> so and then I'm as we're watching the game, they keep showing baby girl, Damar's daughter. Right. They keep showing her. And it didn't hit me yet. Like, why they keep showing her? Like, why they keep showing her in the game? And then, so now Raptors is shooting a free throw and loud as shit. She's like, ah! <laughs> and me and my wife look at each other. That's where it's coming from. That's what it is. And yeah, she had like, it worked. They shot 50%. They were shooting 50% from the free throw line. He better put her in some singing classes. She got she, a vocal yeah. like that. Man. Shit. Man, she got a high pitch. <laughs> if she travels with the team, uh, Chicago's got a good chance. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out, my guy Demar, man. That's 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 the bro, bro. Therapy is all about deepening your self awareness and understanding, because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It helps you become the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcast P today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash podcast P. All right, y'all, this is a segment where we want to give out some podcast P awards. All right, and right now, give me, give me that. We need a drum roll. Now, P, they can hear this with the mic and me still doing it. Keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. I want to know, who do you think is the defense player of the year? Defensive player of the year? Ah, I it's a dark horse. I want to say, I want to say Herb Jones. You say Herb Jones? I want to say Herb Jones. Dallas? Mm. Who you think, Dallas? I'm going to go with Jaron Jackson because he's the favorite and he's playing great defense. Okay. He is. <laughs> okay. That, that, I'm, my arm tired. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Give me one of those. My, favorite. my, my pick. Give me mine. I'm going to go with Brooke Lopez. Okay. I'm going to go with Brooke Lopez. I, and I think, he's the, I think he's the front runner of it, too. Okay. He's, he's, he's second right now. Jim I Jackson's believe, yeah, first? well, according to the yeah. Vegas odds, but okay. them two are kind of neck and neck Listen, right now I, on who's going to take it home. So your guy, I don't I don't even think he's listed. Think in he's, he's, he's not even in it. He's not in it. He's not in it. But for me, and, and I'm not going to discredit uh, Brooke Lopez and Jaron Jackson and Evan Mobley. Those three are, are kind of well, why the, you pick Herb Jones? I'm going to go Herb Jones because for me, I feel like, especially in this era of basketball, it's a lot tougher for the defenders as as wing players because of the switching that's going on, because of like and and him being defender, like he's fighting through screens, he's fighting over screens, yep, yep. he's keeping matchups, he's guarding the best player every night. And he's been he's been pretty effective. Like his defense reminds me a lot of me, my my earlier years in the league. Like he takes that challenge, he has that length, he has quick feet. Great natural instincts. A lot of people watch you growing up, man, as young dudes playing ball. Because every time you talk, there's a lot of people you say relate to you. Yeah. His game, his, they, they the way he guards, he, the way he guards definitely, like, it, it, it remind me of how I used to play defense. Like, I used to take that challenge and I used to love it. Like, and so I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give credit there 
um, because of how this league is and how tough it is. And I don't think, to be honest, I don't, uh, I don't know if he if games played if he matches up because I don't I don't really know New Orleans as far as how much games he played. Um, but I know that they don't get national coverage um, mm-hmm. like Cleveland's had, right, like right, right. Memphis had, like uh, Milwaukee's had. I don't know if they've got that coverage to for him to display how well he's played defensively this year. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna give credit there because I think it's 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 worth noting. Like he's had a hell of a year defensively. So we're gonna give Herb Jones the defensive player award on podcast P for that. That's you, Herb. That's all you. Okay. <laughs> now, P, I wanna know. Ah, who gonna get who is your pick for the six man award? Six man award. Uh I'm going this one I'm gonna go bias. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with my guy Norm. Norm Powell. I, I take that. Norm Powell. I, I he might be the leading scorer from the from the bench. I'm still mad at him though, because I can get his jersey at the game. <laughs> is he number one? I, I wanna I now he won't make it because of games played. He he hasn't been able to play right, right, because right. of injuries. Realistically, I mean Bobby Portis deserves it because of, you know, where they're at, where Milwaukee is, he's a very important piece, and he's played more games than Norm. So realistically, I, I would give it to him uh, because he's he's been more available. But Norm for sure deserves it. If, and why you think he really deserves it? He's the leading scorer. He's he's the leading scorer off the bench. Was he on his previous team? He was a starter, right? He was a starter. See, that's what I like the and most. This is a new role. For that's him. that's what I appreciate the most about him. Yeah. Is even though he's coming off the bench, and we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm having a role in the NBA, he's mm-hmm. taking it like a champ and yeah. doing his job and that's being a, a professional. That's a very, very interesting point because, yeah, he's changed his whole game. He's changed his whole style. Like, he was a starter. That's tough. He's, I mean, started out as a six-man guy in Toronto. Um, but then, yeah, being a starter for, you know, where he's made his biggest impact is as a starter and then yeah. now I have to come off the bench. I, I think he's picked that role up very well. I agree. And uh, again, if it if it came down to him being able to play full season, hundred percent, he he deserves yeah, it. Yeah, I took Jackie off the bench or off the court and onto the bench in our church league, and he he didn't handle it well. What would Jackie be like? You were so mad. You were actually mad at me for a little bit. I think he texted our buddy YT, I think and he's like, "Dude, he didn't even like he like took me out the game. <laughs> he was hot." He texted. You everybody. were mad. He were you really actually left. mad? I think he left mid-game. I think Jackie left mid-game. Did you leave during the game? He was like, man, y'all didn't make me drive up here. Hey, he left during the game. Left during the game. Was not Anyways, P, you don't need our picks to know who the best six man or whatever. We want to know anyways. Yeah, drum roll. Let's get it. Motherfucker. Uh, Who is the most improved player out there? Uh, I'm going to go Lori Markkinen. I'm going to go Lori Markkinen. Hell of a year. Hell good, of a year. I think he rolled, I think his his scoring rolls from fifteen to twenty four or something like that. Very and he changed positions. He mm. changed to a three now. Like dude is seven Are foot. He small forward now? He's a small forward. I remember when he was in Cleveland before they traded him, he was in Cleveland and uh I was joking with him, like, damn, you're a three now? He's like, <laughs> Yeah, like because they had Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, like these tall yeah. motherfuckers, like, where else can he play? And so, like, yeah, just yeah, shout out to him for making that 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 position change to go from the power forward to the small forward. He still plays some power forward, right, right. but he's got wing skills to now play on the perimeter. And uh, for him to up his scoring, 
you know, Indeed. almost ten points is is very elite. and change positions and change positions. Like yeah. he's he's yeah he's he's very good. Did you watch SGA? Did you watch the Thunder game? I did watch the Thunder game, dude. He he's, all- and he's he's you know he's second on that most improved to me. Like yeah. to make a jump, you are, you average twenty four to make a jump that big uh, uh, from twenty four to thirty two or thirty three, whatever he's averaging. That's 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 no, crazy. Bro, he 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 did not have a good first half. I think he only had like five or six points in the first half. Yeah. And I was watching him like, okay, let's see how. Yeah. Like he's got to play well for them for to them win to this win. game. Yeah. And man, he came out that second half and looked like he'd been there before. Yeah. So he he was he impressed me in that playing yeah. game. Yeah. He just got such like a poise game and and just poisonous about him. Like nothing speeds him up. Nothing rattles him. I, I love his game. I yeah. love watching him. I forgot what you said in the when you rated him, mm-hmm. but there was a play in the second half where he just drove full speed and stopped and goed and went this way and that way and just laid. It was exactly what you described. Yeah. And all he, you hoopers out there, like he's figured it out. When you talk about change in pace, he's figured out how to change pace, like go fast to slow, medium, then slow. Like he's changed. He'll change his whole pace on a drive. And it throws you off when you're guarding him, like you know. And and he and he's six six. It's not like he's a little dude. Like he's six six. Like, and I think that that's that catches people. Back to that little church league comment, though. Uh oh. I went out the game because the ACL was, uh, was throbbing. I you. forgot. I yeah, forgot. Did you had a did you had a sciatic uh, then too? Yeah, sciatic then. They had that then. Okay. I had the ACL and it was wearing me out. Okay. And what happened was when I was shooting. I couldn't get no elevation. Elevation. Yeah. So okay. what I did was. So that's why the ball I told wasn't myself, getting no elevation. Let me sit out. I don't need PM to see if I'm not good or not. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I didn't want to <laughs> let my friends know that I can really play ball better than them. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to hurt y'all feelings and you in the NBA like mm-hmm. that. That's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? That's okay. embarrassing. <laughs> now it makes sense because yeah, you left yeah, out quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah like you got to get. Yeah, didn't want to hurt you like that, man. It's like, <laughs> Jackie, really this good? Yeah. It's like, you don't want to hang with me and shit no more, you know, because I'm too good. So, <laughs> y'all know what it is, okay. but that's what happened. Anyways, it makes right. sense. always hating on me. All right, the next award that we're going to give out. Oh. Ah. P, who is your two-way player of the year? Me. No. Okay, bro. Okay. <laughs> two-way, two-way player of the year. <laughs> two-way player of the year. There's so lie. many. Lie. There's so many. Shout out all the two-way guys, man. I don't know who gets that by themselves. Yeah, that's that's a tough question. Like two-way. I don't know who gets that by themselves. That, but let's. Do you, P? I'll take it. Just give it to you. I'll take the first one. Yeah, I'll take you the take first that year. one, man. That's you. I'll take the first year. I'll share it with Y. Yeah, I'll give, give, give it to all of you. I ain't going to give it to Kwai. No, I'm going to share it. I'm going to share it. We, we handled the, the defense together. You generous. You generous. We, we, That's cool. But shout out, shout out Jimmy B. Shout out Clay. Shout out Drew. Shout out who else? With Mikael Bridges. Yep, yep. He's, he's playing fantastic. He's playing Brooke great. Lopez. That trade was Again. awesome. Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez. He, he yeah, plays yeah. both ends. Shout out all the the, the, the two way guys. Well, P, I'm going to flip it, dip it, swip it, and whip it and rub it down on this one. Okay. 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 Whoa. Now I want to talk MVP status, <laughs> but I ain't talking about MVP with the P stands for player. This P stands for podcast. Mm. Uh, who got mm, the who best got the MVP best. podcast? Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I. Uh, again, it goes back to the two way. I don't know if if we could. 
We can't put ourselves in there yet. We can't put ourselves in there. So but, let's not count us. But, we, but you know, we we can shout out some of the the inspo guys that that gave us this platform to okay. be able give to give it to a girl. Who you, who you, who you, who I'm gonna you go. Watch? I'm gonna go RC and, and those cats with uh, the pivot. Okay. Ryan Ryan Clark's got a, a hell of a podcast. I dig that one. Shout out uh, those guys over there. B Marsh with I Am Athlete. Shout out those guys over there. Uh, shout out JJ. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Pat Bev. Matt Barnes and Neil. Matt Bars, all the smoke. All the shout smoke. out the OGs. New there. Heights, Jason yeah. and Travis yeah. Kelsey. Shout out New Heights. Shout out yeah. to our guys they there. They show already. They had <laughs> a little piece. Thank they you. had a little Thank segment. You. Yeah, though. Uh, who else is out there that we love? Shout out Draymond. Draymond. Patrick, we said, did we say Patrick? We, we said yeah. Patrick. We, we didn't say that one. We didn't? Nope. Oh, oh I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pat Bev and Rome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just, just Pat, the, it's the Pat Bev podcast. Like Let's be Rome. real. You know what I mean? The Rome show? The wrong show, the that wrong, 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 wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, chill. <laughs> You're doing too much. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's just, we should just give credit to those guys that, you know, and it's it's awesome that we can be able to, you know, be comfortable in this space. I Free think that's speech, what the man. fans. All the people out there doing podcasts. Shout out to all the podcasts. Shout podcast out to all the podcasts that's out being there. being real, giving the real knowledge out there, not being afraid to speak your mind, and just be who you are. And that's what podcasts is all about. So shout out to all the people out there that's doing the, the podcast and giving these kids something to look up to. At the end of the day, it's all for y'all anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because when we dead and gone, guess what? Y'all can always look back at this mm-hmm. and get some knowledge. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Indubitable. That's all I'm saying. Now, <laughs> Jackie's last words. Now, that was it right there. Now we're going to change. Am I going to a different topic? That's what they're going to remember Jackie with. What they going to say? Like that was your last words. It it's was okay. like you were just like I, I, I giving your mem- whatever the word is. What is it? Memoir? Yeah. yeah. That was Jackie. Whatever. Let me do my job. Okay. That was beautiful. That was, yeah. That was hard. It was. It was. It's so, it's so beautiful. It was so kind. It was. I love myself sometimes. Uh, anyways, y'all already know what time it is. My favorite segment of all time. And y'all know what it is. It's called Rated PG, but we're going to do it a little different today. We're going to call it Rated PG Playoff Edition. Uh, Now, y'all know, I got to explain to y'all what Rated PG is. Rated PG is when Paul George, my boy, takes a player today that's a new young talent, and he compares them to an NBA player that's present right now, an old school vet, and he just rates them. All he does. That's all he do. So right now, What I want to know, Pete. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hmm. Who is the most underrated player right now in the playoffs? Underrated player. Mm. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mikael Bridges. Mm. I'm gonna go Mikael mm. Bridges. He's he's definitely I like Bridges underrated in this playoff race this year. The stage is set for him to become a star. This is where you become a star. You get to guard and match up against James Harden. Mm. Play against. Uh, MVP front runner and Joel Embiid. Nothing is really expected out of you but to go out and compete. And he's got a chance to knock this shit out. Like he's got a real legitimate chance to knock this shit out the park and be. And you're in a, a huge market. He's playing in Brooklyn. 
he's got a chance to be a star right now. So I'm a, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Mikael Bridges and and the way he's been playing to close this this year out like I haven't seen that like I didn't know he was he could be a go to guy. <laughs> he's putting up forties, thirties like I didn't had no idea like I always because he was in Phoenix. I've always seen him as just a he's going to be a really great role player. Like he makes the team better. You know what I mean with with surrounding him around other talent, but. Seeing him in Brooklyn, like what position is he? He's he's small a forward. wing, yeah, I'm small forward, you know, shooting got, guard. His, his last one was two centers, two bigs. Yeah. So now we got the we got now we got we gonna go back to okay. the guard. Okay, yeah. you know I like what I mean? this playoff edition. He's been surprising. I yeah. when, when he first got traded, it was like all right, he's had like forty points. It's like okay, like right, but it's been consistent. Been consistent. He's continued to play well, and I wonder how many other guys in the league are like that like they're a role player right now but if they got the they opportunity because i don't think it's a whole lot like he's yeah. playing like he's an all-star yeah he's 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 killing so i it's always curious to me you know what i mean like yeah. some other guys in the league that might who, if they were on it was their team yeah could they be no it's, it's bro it's it's that number might be higher than you think so you think there's a lot of guys that could i go think do there's that. a lot of guys given the opportunity can become like elite number one guys. Give me one. All right. Like you look at like Jalen Brunson. Yeah. That one's not as surprising to me. Okay. That's, because that's he, he he was he was had a bigger role than Bridges did in comparison with Dallas and Phoenix. Like that's fair. Brunson was their guard. Like he was their starting point guard. That's fair. Okay. Like I need somebody a little All right. I got I got one for you. Okay. Anthony Simons. It's a good one. Well, I mean, now he's he's the tandem with Dame, right? So he's he's going to be a star there as well. But if we didn't know about him and he went anywhere else, and he's the num like he's he can average easily twenty five plus a night for yeah. sure. No, I like it. I, yeah. I like his game. He's really since they did all their trades and stuff yeah. like that. He's he's been showing. We well. know about. I got another one for you. Oh, let's hear it. We know about his game now. He's he's broken out of that shell, but. Jordan Poole. Yeah. If he goes anywhere yeah, else. If he could, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to be a star. He's going to be a star for sure. He's a star he's in star his own now. right yeah. now. He's star he just now. doesn't have the same opportunity that he would have somewhere else. Yeah, no, that's great. But you'd be surprised. Like, yeah, no, I guess I guess you could. The, 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 the league is just so talented, like, with guys that can, you know, produce. So like yeah, it, it shocked me when Mikel went there and he's doing what he's doing, and I and he's he's like I'm I'm looking forward to how he plays in this series. He gonna do it for sure, fellas. It's time for my favorite segment of the show, okay. the social corner. We got a special guest in the building today, Funky. I'm gonna let you do the honors. Ah, look, man, we're after gang in the building, I guess it's only right, man. Look, y'all. Ah, look, look, look. My boy in the building today. And y'all already know. Y'all probably done seen my boy on the currently Flatbush misdemeanor. Y'all probably done seen him on clockers. Y'all done seen him on belly. And I know for sure y'all done seen that famous meme out there. And y'all done seen him on Bay in the wire up on that HBO show. My boy, hot son, Justin in the building. Yeah, good luck. Man, come on. Yo, Hoss, yeah. tell us right now, man, what is your social corner 
question today, all man. All right, all right. Thanks for having me, y'all, first and foremost on Podcast P. Yes, and sir. my question is this, because officiating is probably the most disgusting in the last 10, 15, 20 years it ever been. So instead of asking you something easy like how y'all feel about it, mm -hmm. what's the ratio between you think no calls and player complaints mm -hmm. that actually do impact the outcome of the game, P. Mm -hmm. You know what? That's that's a good ass question. For that's my a man. good ass question. And it's and it's all it's all subjective. Mm. I'm gonna try to answer your question and give you like the real okay, okay. behind it, right? Okay. We gotta remember that the refs are human too. Yes, they see. And okay. so when you a lot of times you see guys complaining. It's because of some shit last game. See, you know what I mean. Leftover, and, and we minutes. carry that over to the next game. Yeah. Like I might have done something, and they called the foul on me, okay. right? And I'm like, damn, like <laughs> I ain't get that call last. Like yeah, they right. not calling yeah. that shit for me. With the consistency, yeah, it's the I got and, it's, you. and it's and that's the tough part about it because every ref is different. different. They officiate it different. Yeah. They look at plays differently, and so like. I think a lot of times we carry that shit over thinking like, oh, okay, they calling this shit like this today. And I might have a game plan in my head like, uh -huh. all right, they calling that, I'm gonna do this, this game and try to get some easy ones. Right, but it's uh -huh. low key grudgy. It's a little gray area it's there between area. the Like you said, they not calling it I got this night. You. And now I'm mad because I just picked up two fouls yep. last game on that same call. <laughs> right. So now I'm in my head like, yep. What, not what's the foul then? You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. And so, but I think I think when like when if, and I, I think this is to answer your question. I think when fans watch us complaining, like we really be getting hit sometimes, mm -hmm. and it's tough for the for the officials because there's so much going on, and I be watching them sometimes and say one of my teammates foul them and they like to the refs like, no, I didn't touch yeah, him. Yeah. And I be on the bench like, bro. <laughs> you got him. You got him. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it. You, you fucked sure him did. up. Yeah. So a lot of times, like there is, there's, there's a lot of times. I'm not even gonna say there's something. There's a lot of times where we're pleading for some shit that is a foul, or we're pleading for some shit that's not a foul. And not a foul. You know what I mean, exactly. And and so to that point, I watch the ref sometimes, and sometimes I just be like, damn, like he really can't see that. He can't like, see not, it. He's not in the play to make that call. Like, yeah, you might have got hit, but he really just he can't see. That's it. fair. Right. You That's know, fair. so I, I it, it, that is a good question. That's that is fair. a good question because uh, it's yeah. When we in the games, it's it's we're going so hard. There's yep. so much you know going on, and you just get lost in the game sometimes, mm -hmm. and where you just like yo. Absolutely. I don't know what's a foul tonight. That's yeah. crazy. I, I'm from an old school, not to cut you off. No, you're good, you're good, go. I'm an old school ball, you know, uh, playground ball yeah. that back in the day where we called you our own foul. Right. How how ill would it be if they allowed y'all to do that? Oh my God. And then it'd be like, <laughs> and then like behind the backboard where you know the foul sound, we got the little hands and you had to yeah. distract it. Hey. That'd be where like it's a gallery of people that could <laughs> kind of vote on it real yeah. quick. Now he did. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. He did. Now that was crazy. What? They gave one player on the team to like, call his own. Foul. Like something like own that, foul. right? Call your own foul. Yeah. Baseball game. yeah. Man, listen. Turn into an LA fitness <laughs> game. Bringing the ball to the other side. The players were like, fuck it. I'm going to take the ball with me. Yeah, right? Because when you outside hooping, though, it was fair, though. Because sometimes you're like, oh, now you low bridge me. Okay, I know what that is. You got that. That was That's fair. Yeah. But I wonder how it would be crazy if they let y'all do that. No, I I thought about that. I thought about that. Like, what if if we did call our own fouls? fouls? And then, like, have a little table, like, where the snap, and be like, nah, look, six out of how with best out of six votes. That was official. Y'all agree with them? Let's go. Right. We might I'll as well. Be, I, if was, I was that, I'd be scared to call my own fouls, though. Because if it was a, a, a bull crap uh, foul in the fancy, they'd like start to hate me after a while. Nah, but Jack, the thing is, you, y'all play with intent. So I don't think y'all would be biased to make calls. Y'all trying to hoop. Trying so to if hoop. you if the players call their own but, foul, but, probably be more no fair. This. It's going to be a situation if they play, like you say, pickup ball, and you down. And you want to win? Of course, you're gonna call you, some you, petty old fouls. They're gonna be looking at you like it, it, there's a there's a great there's it, a great it, area. It, nah, it's, it's, just, nah. it's just an ill thought. That's all. Yeah, but it, anyway, that's all. P the the when you just mentioned it when you see like your teammate foul. And he's like, no, I didn't foul him. And you're yeah. like, bro, bro, chill. The, the yeah, clip yeah, with uh, Eric Gordon, he pump faked and he went in. Did you oh, see yeah, that yeah, clip? That and Kawhi was, was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, nah, yeah, bro. Was Kawhi too, was yeah. just calling it for him, bro. I was like, oh. <laughs> nah, that was funny. Because, I mean, that, that happens a lot. Like, there, there's a lot of times where – and you're on the floor and you're watching it happen and you're like, bro, you – he didn't foul you. Yeah, relax. <laughs> we got that, there's other battles we can fight. Yeah, you can fish the fry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there you have it. That's episode seven. I want to shout out my guy Hassan Johnson for coming through with the special question. First guest on the episode. We did it. Shout out y'all for rocking with us. Shout out my co-host Dallas Rutherford and Bunky Jackie Long. All day. It's a wrap. Reminder, new episodes dropping every Monday for the rest of the NBA season. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us across all of our social media channels at Podcast P Show. And always, Jackie, any last words? Yeah. Stop working with hating ass friends. <laughs> <laughs>